So once again, as we continue our worship, our celebration of Easter Sunday, and mostly of our gospel reading in this Easter season is the encounter of the disciples, the risen Lord. And most of, most of them are in a time where they were afraid and this fear in their heart because what had happened most of them are are inside a room in a place they didn't want to go out so afraid of the Jewish people like they are they have already quarantined themselves not to go out so afraid of the like of the Jewish like other people so afraid of this virus but God said peace be with you seem also with us peace in our heart because he is alive and it talks mostly here in our reading that this should be now the witness of his resurrection the foretold people what they have seen what they have heard what they have experienced about the resurrection same also with us that that command to be a witness of his resurrection is a given unto us so in our reading for today there are a lot of things you could get here a lot of principle you could talk here in this passage of chapter 24 about that especially about two Emmaus disciples where the Lord had talked unto them they're so disappointed and the Lord talked them you could see that in time of disappointment in time of discouragement God is always with us he talked to them and then he stayed with them and as they break in the bread they opened their eyes these were the key verses as they broke in the bread they have Jesus opened their eyes also in this scripture that this the Lord has told them what the Word of God said our heart is burning as we hear the word so here you could see also that he opened their mind and their heart they could comprehend the word of God and lastly says you will be my witnesses you are witnesses of this resurrection so the last that he would tell them go and make disciples go and preach the world go and tell go and tell that I am alive I have risen from the dead so here our title of our theme is called living in christ witnesses of his resurrection so as the lord has given direction to his disciple to be a witness of his resurrection so also that direction or that command is given unto us today christians that we should be a living witnesses of his resurrection your coming here today is a witness of his resurrection 
because you believe that he is alive because if our Christ is not risen then there's no use why we are here there's no use of worship when our Lord has not risen Paul said if Christ has risen our faith is futile futile means nothing empty but because he is alive has risen from the dead then our faith is alive so we'll be a witness of his resurrection a living witness you see the word witness is the one a person that would like in the court that would uh, say or tell the judge what you have seen and heard to give testimony about what happened or to uh, support that it is true all those things but in a Christian witness is not just by our words but by our lives and action that's the witness so here verse 36 so start here 36 to 38 once again he appeared to them peace be with you every time he appeared with them to the disciples peace with you don't let fear hinder you don't let fear capture your heart or be a prisoner of fear but peace with you because I am alive and they said they're, they're terrified and frightened and supposed they had seen a spirit and they said why are you troubled where does no doubt arise in your heart so fear and doubt is in the heart of the disciples so as the people today fear doubt uncertainties want to capture our heart but as Bishop Primula says if we let fear in our heart we lose our freedom as the people that go to church anymore not pray anymore because he's so afraid that we'll be contaminated but I tell you somewhere somehow you also go out in your houses you go to the market you buy something are you sure who is your neighbor the one who is beside you and not contaminated we are not we're not loosely just going around we are we are called cautious but don't let fear capture the heart so he's here now and he said behold my hands and my feet this is my self handle me and see for spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see I have so to reinforce his teaching and his witnessing to his disciples look at my hands this is a permanent witness that I have been in the cross and now I am risen those scars in his hands look at this a proof that I died in the cross and now I am alive he said also have food he has food to show them he is really alive and then he talked about the word of God unto them and he said he opened his eyes and the, the spiritual eyes the spiritual heart they could see 
and understand what the Lord has done unto them. And then at the last said, is we preach all nations, repentance, and remission of sins. And you are witnesses of these things. Witnesses. So as I said, a lot of words we talk about that. That's about witnesses. Just going to start being a witness for God. You see, the word witness in the Greek is similarly meaning of gold martyr. Martus. The word witness is mostly synonymous to the word martyr. The word martus. So in short, brothers and sisters, to be a witness, there's always a concept of dying to ourselves. Martyrdom is something that we give our lives because of what we believe. That's why to be a witness is not only by words, but by our lives and action. Maybe in court, in a judicial court, you would accept your testimony, your words as true. But as a Christian witness, not only by our words, but by our lives. There's a concept always of dying when you say you are a witness for Christ. So in short, you, cannot, you and me cannot be a real witness to Christ without dying to ourselves. Because our action would really show that we really believe in God. We, let, we, say we, lay, we, lay, we are willing to lay down our lives for others. That is a true witness. Not only by our words. As I said, the court would, would accept your witness, your testimony as it is. That would collaborate or reinforce the truth. But as a Christian witness, one thing I would repeat, it's a concept of dying to ourselves. Not only of words. Not only of words. You're willing to put God first. You're willing to put others to lay down our lives for others. Willing to give our time, our talent, our abilities, our finances for the kingdom and for others. That is true Christian witness. Our words is just not enough. That's why Jesus said, look at my hands. That is witness. He doesn't say his word, yes, I die for you. Yes, I am alive. Look at my hands. That scar of the nails in his hand, that is a symbol and sign of dying for you and me. It is a witness. Every time we see those hands, it always remind us. It will be a witness to us that really died 
for you and me. He just say, yes, I love you. God says he loves us. Jesus, he loves us so much. But he proved it also by dying to us. That's why his witness is very, very true and strong because he not just say he loves us, but he proved it by dying for you and me. That's why once I repeat, I just go not to the meat. Martyrdom. Look at what mostly the Christians, or mostly our those disciples, most of them died, gave their lives for the gospel. That is a witness. Most of them, most of them died. Then to us, the concept of dying is that maybe dying to uh, like like in other nation, like in other nation that if they would renounce this, they would kill them. That is still martyrdom. But for us in this nation, as a free nation, not much of dying to our faith, physically, but mostly dying to ourselves. That let God rule our heart. That's the real meaning of born again, actually. We born again. We let the rule of God rule in our heart and mind. We are willing to put God first. We are willing to serve Him. To give our time, our talent, our abilities, our finances for the sake of the kingdom. That is a true Christian witness. We serve the Lord. We give your time to God. To go to other places to share the word. That is witness. Not only of words. I said once again, brothers, the Lord is looking for witnesses who are willing to die to themselves, their own ambition, their own plan, their own self, so that they could learn to put God first, serve God, and serve others. That is a true Christian witness, not only a words. That's every time we read and think, meditate about witness as a Christian witness, there's always a concept of dying persons. That is what the Lord Jesus had shown. Look at my hands. He laid down his life to you and me. Those nails in his hand are fruit, are witness of his love to you and me. He did not just say it by word, but by action. So the Lord right now is giving us the mandate to be a witness to the world of his resurrection. To be a witness of him. Oh, to be a, a testimony. Not a good testimony, not just saying that the Lord had helped me. I have believed in this and then the, the Lord had done this. Yes, that's a good testimony. But greater than that also, to be a greater testimony, to have a greater witness, are you willing to give your life to others? Are you willing to serve others? Are you willing to put aside our ambition, our own plan, our own ways, 
and then follow God. That is a true Christian witness. I will end this uh, by the story. Since you have only 20 minutes. Have you ever seen that word praying hands? Praying hands? That picture praying hands like that? A symbol of prayer? Well, actually, the start of it is not really praying. It's not praying. There's a story of two German painter aspiring to be to be a painter. And uh, his name is Albert, Albert Durer and Franz Christian. Because they are poor, they said to themselves, one of us would go to school to painting. And one of us would work so that we could finance the school or the schooling one. So, as they agreed, Albert Durer, one of the greatest painters of Germany, Germany, is the one who goes to school. And Franz Christian did not. So he go to manual labor working to support the schooling of Albert. And then, as they planned, said, the moment you've graduated and you get painter, then the moment of sales already in your, in your uh, painting, you could also now support the other one. But one night, as Albert visit his friend, Franz, as they talk, his hand is like this, as they talk. And Albert saw the hands of Franz that it's, it's no longer like a fine hands. Like a, a, could see a hand of a laborer. It means to say he can no longer paint. Because his hand is already like, it's not because the hand of a painter is, he could paint. And, but no longer, Albert do know that his friend Franz can non, cannot no or he cannot paint anymore because his hand is ready, the hand of a laborer. So while they're talking, he see that, he saw that. And when he go back, he paint that hands of his friend Franz was king like this. That hands symbolize sacrifice to others. Franz sacrificed his future for his friend Albert. And his hand can no longer paint because of manual labor. But that hand, is, is, that hand represents love, sacrifice, willing to lay down his life, his future for his friend. And that hand becomes a symbolized of, I said, sacrifice love and laying down his life for others he have given his word that i will work so that you could paint and finish your schooling and after that i would i would the one who go to school but it will not happen anymore 
because his hand is a hand of a laborer, not no longer of a painter. That hand will always remind us of, I would say, sacrifice and love, willing to lay down our lives for others. But it, it become more known to be a praying hand. What at all is that praying at that time? As simple as when they talk, his hands like this. And his friend draw that. It became a famous painting. And it will become more that we call now praying hands. But that hand just symbolized Albert's you know, that hand symbolized of sacrifice that his friend has done unto him. Look at the hands of Jesus. There's nails and a sacrifice for him, willing to lay down his life, willing to die. In our time also, I always tell the children, maybe your parents are rich, maybe you have them, but their parents are only in manual labor. Look at their hands. Maybe they're working every day in the farm, whatever it is so that you could go to school you could have good future and sometimes people are so amazed of those people who are in a high position it, they have uh, get high grades or good image themselves but we have not seen those hands that support see those children should always know that parents have worked so they go to school. I have uh, seen one in Balete, Lebandira. It sounds like this, always washing and washing everything so they can support his children. But now most of his children are professionals. But with the hands of his mother, the hand of La Bandera. I don't know if they have seen that. I don't know if they have appreciated that. But look at their hands. Those hands that sacrifices so that we could have a good future. Let it be, brothers and sisters, that the hands of Jesus always remind us of his love, his sacrifice, and dying to you and me. And to be a witness willing also to die to ourselves and willing to lay down our lives for others. Please stand.